welcome to Wolfpack Women. I'm Denise. And I'm Susan. And today we have a special guest, a lady called Susan Ma. She is a success, prosperity and mindset coach. Welcome. Hello. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really happy that you're here as well. So, um, I mean, I've just introduced you as a coach, but um, obviously um, we've been friends for a while. Um, and uh, I was just, you know, we were just talking about it briefly, but obviously I feel like we should share with the viewers how we met <laughs> um, via, it was, it was online as I think as most people um, meet uh, these days. And I feel like I've met so many people online that you're the only person I've met online that I've actually met face to face. <laughs> I've actually never met face to face before. That's <laughs> so weird saying it out loud. <laughs> And we've been talking for like over a year, like, you know, we've been friends for what, since November mm. 2019, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, so um, me and Susan, we, um, we did a course together and then um, you came up to Edinburgh and then you stayed with me, uh, well, my, my parents' house and we got to know each other then. And uh, yeah, and we've been kind of speaking ever since with a little time out. <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is the whole thing, right? Because like, Denise, we, we met um, doing a course, right? Because we believe in developing ourselves and investing in ourselves to learn new things um we wanted we were both personal trainers at the time and we were um, developing an online program to help help people with their health goals um and when I went to Edinburgh again why did I go there I was going on a program um it was a Dr Dispenza program to uh learn about meditation and again for personal growth reasons and here here we are again we're talking because this is the common theme it's all about developing ourselves um, and becoming a more effective human being um, and realizing that actually the world is our oyster if we allow ourselves to think like that and what I've learned is we have developed limiting beliefs from uh, the, uh, you know, zero to six years. Um, we adopt beliefs and ideas from our environment, um, our parents, um, from the news and various things that just goes into our subconscious mind. And we develop these beliefs. And most of the time, for the majority of the population, these beliefs don't serve us. And we actually don't permit ourselves to want what we actually would like to have because we tell ourselves it's not realistic. And um, I've learned a lot through all these programs along the way to say, yes, anything is possible. Yeah. If you allow yourself to believe it, yeah. I guess um, where we were at that point, um, we were both struggling emotionally um, with what we wanted, our purpose, where, what we wanted to create, not knowing what we wanted to create. Um, and then we both went our ways to, to develop, I guess, that growth, um, seeing the world in a, in a different way. So how, how do you feel like things have changed for you since then? Um, what sort of growth have you, and what have you been able to manifest as well? 
Well, um, essentially, when you talk about purpose, I think a lot of the times we are always searching, what is my purpose? What's my thing? What's, what's my special gift? And in truth, um, my mentor, uh, Bob Proctor, actually um, shared that you actually discover your purpose. And I think that's what you and I were, were both doing. Um, I was exploring talents that I, I, I had. I loved training. Um, I mixed with people who were athletes. And, um, and I always felt brilliant when I was working out and improving my health and my body. And it was my lifestyle. And I wanted to share that with people. And I thought, well, maybe can I use that talent? And so we explored that during the program that we did to see if we could share that with other people. Um, and as things progressed, um, we moved into um, the wonderful year of 2020. Um, and I actually ended up, and I've always had the support of um, investment in in property, I've been I've been I've been blessed with wonderful, wonderful parents that helped me get onto the property ladder, and I've been able to invest and grow. That was always something in the background, not necessarily my love, but it was it was something that worked for me. Um, and when twenty twenty came around, um, the way that I had structured everything, it relied on international travel. <laughs> So um, it kind of like knocked out my growth plans. And I actually threw my hands up in the air in spite of everything um, I have learned over the years through personal growth, personal development and reading books. Um, and I was just like, okay, well, hopefully this will blow over. <laughs> and, um, you know, and I, I, was, I was riding it out. And what has happened over the months, and as you can see where, where we are right now, it's sort of like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm becoming a, a victim of circumstance. And I, there's nothing I can do with what's happened. No one, nothing anyone can do. This is what's happened. Um, and how can we pivot? Because that word pivot has come, um, has, has been a sort of a buzzword of 2020. Because if you're an industry that wasn't thriving in, in the pandemic, how do we pivot? And I was asking myself that question. It's really important to ask yourself good quality questions. And um, I decided to go dive back into what, what have I missed in my uh, personal growth journey? So I was doing very well until that point. And um, I figured that I work on myself and that there is no bigger investment than being able to work on yourself and how you think because what I have learned with um, Bob, Bob Proctor, is that you can create whatever you want, whatever you hold in your imagination. We're the only creatures on this planet that have the ability to imagine. So what on earth were we given that for? And as children in school, we've been um, told to stop daydreaming, pay attention. And we've been conditioned through this process of going through school and, um, and traditional education to stop using that particular mental faculty, which is our gift. Um, why, is, why am I going on about imagination? Because it is the reason we have created 
everything and invented everything in, in this world um, from, I mean, we're talking on Zoom right now, we have podcasts, somebody had that thought in their mind. You know, it's, it's you know, it goes back to Alexander Graham Bell having, I mean, when there was no, no way that we could communicate with each other other than by letters, before that was something else, right? But somebody had to have a groundbreaking idea. And where do ideas come from? They come from what we call the, the formless substance source energy. And we can, we can funnel that energy through the power of our minds where we have our imagination and bunch of a, a group of thoughts together and create an idea. And it's through these ideas that we can express and create in our world. So literally whatever you can imagine, you can create. So if, if you are looking around you and you don't like your present results or you feel stuck, the, you can think, well, what is it that I do want in my life and start moving towards it. But there's all this, uh, this whole backstory about what I was talking before about our limiting beliefs and conditioning. There's this whole backstory about, well, that's a silly idea or who do you think you are? Um, that, that, that's for the likes of Richard Branson. I'm not like him. Um, so we, we talk ourselves out of uh, doing the very thing that we would like to create. Um, again, that's through conditioning. And what, 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 what are these ideas that we say to ourselves that we can't? They're also thought energy. They are also thought energy. So you have, can you see how we can create things with our thoughts, but can also use our imagination against us by affirming the very opposite through conditioning. So I, I found that fascinating. I learned that in a very short, I mean, after, um, after years of studying personal development, it wasn't until that point, um, going back to the Bob Proctor's work that I realized this, this, there was a, a shift and a, a higher level of awareness to understand this information and how do I apply it to my life and how can I help other people with it? Because this is a time, this is a time in, in world history and everyone's talking about mental health. Um, you know, we, we have first world problems, um, but nevertheless, they are our problems. And how do we shift and move out of this? and we use the power of our mind. And we like to overcomplicate things. Sorry, I'm going on a bit of a, no, a, a rant here, but um, uh, you know, we, we are at a point in our lives where, hang on, we're talking about mental health. And the very fact that we're even mentioning mental health, we're putting focus on that. Oh my gosh, everyone's, you know, the economy is, is, is on the dive. Um, people are suffering. And of course the news doesn't help because news sells on this um, information and we're, we're constantly bombarded with it through our five senses. Um, and we're not spending enough time in our inner world through our imagination, creating what we want because everything around us that we observe through our five senses, uh, um, uh, see, taste, smell, hear, touch, you know, that that is, is ordinarily everyone our perceived reality but this reality is only what we've created from our imagination in the first place everything that you have in your life right now is a reflection of your thoughts 
So how can we turn that on your head, on its head? And you can spin that round in, in an instant. Time and space will collapse because really that, that's an illusion. So I've learned. So anyway, um, <laughs> that was uh, an answer to your question. No, that's, that's great. And I think it gives a, because um, we, we, we talk often about emotions and um, mental health and creating your reality, but I feel like you've explained it really well. Um, what do you say to the people who struggle with create? I mean, I've said it myself. This is something I used to say, and I, and I don't believe it to be true now, obviously, but um, I'm not creative. What do you say to those people? Okay, well, that that is an idea that you somebody has adopted um, from whatever experience you've had in your life or because someone has told you, you you're not creative. Um, and the, the truth is, is that those are lies. You're telling yourself lies. You're affirming things that do not serve you. We are, cre we are all creators. Again, I'll go back to the point, we are the only creatures on this planet that have the power of imagination. And um, Napoleon Hill said it was the most inconceivably, most marvelous force that, the, that we've ever, experience on this world we're the only creatures that have imagination so if we have it we must be able to create we are creators we are creators mm. and um i would suggest that to those people who say that to think about well what have you created in your life that is good because everyone has so focus on that and build on on the belief that you can create and if you can recognize what you have created that is positive in the world it could be children right raising great children um whatever it is start thinking now well what what else would i like to create i mean we can all imagine i mean if i said to you um think of the eiffel tower we can all, we can all, we all know what that image looks like. That's the use of our imagination. There is nothing complicated about that. There's nothing complicated about visualization. Um, we can make up stuff. Um, we can think about being in space when we've never actually been in space before. You know, but we have cells of recognition in our brain because we've we've seen images of it on the TV or um, in in um, astronomy books. Um, so we don't actually have to have been there ourselves, but we can take our mind there. And so I hope that helps with anyone who feels that they're not creative. I would challenge that and say that you are affirming things that are not true. And what if you could turn that on its head and say, I am creative. I am a creator. I can create magnificent things in my life. So did you spend a lot of time writing just to see what lies you were telling yourself? Um, what sort of reflecting inward? Hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. So that, that's one of the key things um, I would recommend anyone to do is we have what 60,000 thoughts a day is that what they say these days 60,000 thoughts that pass through our heads and it's very hard to 
um, be aware of every single passing th thought that spins through our mind. And um, the only way that you can pay attention to your thoughts really is so that suddenly you're feeling something. You're not feeling so good. You're not feeling so good. And I would track back those feelings to a thought because a thought is what would have originated that feeling. So I don't know. Um, I'll use a really simple example in, in sales. Um, you're not feeling so good about making prospect calls, you're not feeling so good about um, having a conversation with someone because you think they're going to say no, you're not going to make any sales or something like that. So, so those thoughts, right, you can, they're, they're, where did they come from in the first place? Because if we start writing these out, or you can write out like, I think this is a common one. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Um, I don't deserve it. Um, I, I'm, I'm fearing failure. What if they say no? So I would literally write out, a, look at a result that you have in your life and write out a result that you feel is negative and write out the thoughts behind it all. So say it's, I'm not worthy. And when you write something, writing causes thinking, writing causes thinking. And when you write it out, it actually sort of, you're calling it out. You're calling out your own BS. Um, and you can look at it objectively then, and you can question, well, is this true? Is this true? And then what you can do is then write it in the opposite. So in the universe, we have, we all, the universe operates by, by universal laws. And one of the laws is the law of polarity. Wherever you have an in, you have an out. Wherever you have a night, you have a day, right? Up, down, et cetera, et cetera. So a left and a right, right? And, and literally when you look left, a right must automatically appear. And it's the same with negative and positive. So if you're thinking something negative, there has to be something positive that coexists at the same time. It's where you choose to focus your attention on. We have that power of choice. Why do we keep thinking things are rough or bad? Conditioning. So I'm hoping that by sharing this information, I'm, I'm raising the awareness of people to say you actually do have a choice. We can choose what to focus on. And so when you have this limiting thought and go into self-reflection, write it all out and write the exact opposite. And that would be your affirmation to turn it around because we are affirming things all the time. There is energy. We, we live in an ocean of motion. There's, there's everything vibrates. Everything has a frequency. So negativity has a frequency and positivity has a frequency. What do you choose to look at? Um, I saw a meme once actually, you know, this whole like half glass full, um, half glass empty full, right? That, that, that one. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it took me out, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. So if you, and you go, well, okay, here's a, here's a glass. It's, it's, it's got water halfway through. Do you see it half empty, half full, right? And what you actually can see, well, actually is it's 100% full because it's 100% H2O and it's 100% air and oxygen. <laughs> so, you know, you, you can literally fill your cup with what you want to see. You know, water is life and so is oxygen. Yeah.
It's true. I like that. It's a good one. I just love. Sorry, I'm going on. To, I'm going on. No, 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 no. You know, you know. I think it's brilliant. I think the way you actually said everything was right. And what I love about just hearing you was your voice and your passion, especially about imagination. People don't go to imagination. You wonder why. I mean, I was watching something the other day, and an actor said. We're in a really great position at the minute as actors. But then I thought, why don't we all do that? And you've said imagination that many times, but, um, you know, why are we so sucked in into the world that we're living in? You can put that to one side and, and, and create a world that you've got in your own mind and create something amazing. And I think when you talk about imagination, I don't think enough's been said about imagination. And I think it's great how you've, and I, I know listeners will also pick up on the word imagination. Even if you bask on that word, even if you write it down, what the hell is coming up for you? And I love calling out on your bullshit because there's so many people that, you know, we do, we sit there and we believe it. Yeah, even well, it's always on. It's always on automatic, isn't it? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's what's going to say because, like, even like in September last year, I uh, called myself out of my own bullshit because I was I I'd, uh, applied for um, my passport, and for the last ten years, um, I have been meaning to uh, get a new passport to change my um, my name on it. And what happened was there was problems with it and my whole thought behind it was changing my passport is a hassle and then it came to um one day it was like a monday and i caught myself out saying that um i can't manifest and i was like well hang on denise you actually manifested this for 10 years so this whole passport hassle thing because it got lost and everything and uh, and then I just that realization, I just started crying. I was like, "Oh my god, I can manifest! I can manifest crap!" And so, what that day when I realized that and I and I made that shift, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna manifest for my passport to be fine because it was completely lost. There was a document that was lost, so they couldn't you couldn't do one and the other. It was such honestly, it was like weeks and weeks of like conversations and stress and." Uh, Susie will remember I was just like oh my god this is so annoying and um and then um on the on the Monday um that realization happened on the Tuesday Wednesday I energetically tried to connect to this document so because the the document that uh, I'm sorry it was like my wedding uh, my marriage certificate which was um lost by the uh, post passport office but then the passport office said it didn't arrive and all this crap and uh, and so I was just like the document is there and I was just trying to energetically send signals for somebody to get it and then I got a call and that was like Wednesday Thursday and then I got a call on uh no Tuesday Wednesday and I got a call on Thursday basically phoning up to tell me that my passport had been found the document had been found and they were sending it over so I was there like, you go Yes. And so I told the woman, I was, I started laughing. I was like, genuinely, this is what happened because my friend tuned in as well. She was like, no, it's there. They have received it. It's just fallen behind. Like, um, it was like a filing cabinet. So she sent vibes. I sent vibes. And then, um, yeah, by Thursday it was all done. So I was like, thank God. So now I'm so conscious of what I truly believe or what I say even more than I did before. Like, 
let alone being negative, just with even just with the smallest of things. Um, and one of my uh, clients, uh, she had uh, she was applying for a green card. And I said, look, just do exactly what I've been doing with my passport. This is what you need to do. And, um, and a couple of weeks later, she got it. And, but the funny thing was, she was just asking for herself. She was the only person out of that in the office, um, apparently all the applications for green card to have been selected and put through. Even her own daughter, hadn't selected because she she obviously she would automatically go through but she didn't because she asked the universe for her she didn't ask for her daughter <laughs> so it was very specific had she maybe asked for herself and her daughter her, it would have been a collective process so yeah you really got to ask you have to be specific and that's what i've learned recently is the, the you know everything is in the detail right well, yes, I mean, the, the, we, as human beings, we're, we, um, what are we? We're growth, goal-seeking organisms, right? That's from uh, Maxwell Maltz, psycho-cybernetics, goal-seeking organisms. And our mind likes to think very specifically if you're trying to attract something. So the more specific you are, it's like when you're planning on to go on holiday when they let us out. Um, but it's, it's like, you know, you, you imagine where you want to go. I always like to say the Maldives because I, I want to go there. <laughs> so I'm saying using the Maldives and, and, you know, we, we can picture this, um, uh, the, the beach, but there's so many islands there. All right. So if we're going to plan a trip, we actually have to plan for which island and which resort and, you know, how much is going to be the flights, go on the flights and, and check it out. So you, you really do need to be specific like you're organizing yourself to go go on holiday you kind of go well that's the direction I want to go to and then you start filling in all the details and that's what you have to do when it comes to manifesting something or creating something you do want in your life and we are like like you said we're, we're always manifesting whether it's something we want or we don't want and um, it's called the law the law of uh, perpetual transmutation is the universal law behind manifestation um and the law of attraction is a, a part of that um and the other the other thing i want to add is that you you know would, would, you have to have be emotionally involved in the idea of what you want to attract right so this whole story about your passport <laughs> it sounded like you were quite angst about it right so so it, it comes about with with feelings so there's no point saying well um i want to manifest a million pounds it there's no it's it's first of all it's one of those numbers that people just pick out of the air anyway it's a round number and and there's no feeling behind the money necessarily I think when people ask for it and they go well where is it first and when they say well where is it they're pushing it away it's like ordering a pizza and then one second and then calling up the pizza company and saying no I don't want it it's just cancel the order <clears throat> and that's what we're we're doing when we're trying to like uh, manifest something we want so um, what was my point here? That, um, oh, help me out, Denise, where did I go? Um, was... well, I mean, I was just gonna say from what you were saying that like I try and manifest on a daily basis. So I'm really conscious of how I feel and what I want to change. So I will set the intention to be like creative that day or um, uh, to allow uh, certain things to come through me. Like I, I want to, 
like for me, it's important to be a powerful being, uh, to be a creative being, um, to to feel calm and centered all, like all the time, and but to also deal with any sort of new issues. So I guess um, manifesting on a daily basis as well as um, the bigger picture. It's, it's almost like micro level and um, yeah, you can do it on a, uh, I guess on a daily basis, like you said, you, it's not like you can ask on a daily basis for a million pounds, but it could be like one client, <laughs> for example. We, 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 um, in, in our community, we talk about climbing Mount Everest, but before you get to the top of Mount Everest, you've got to get to the base camp and there are various camps along the way that lead toward the ultimate goal. So yes, you absolutely need to have the uh, the summit in mind and um, have have a picture of that. But also what I was going on about the million pounds is that, well, what, what are you going to spend it on? Because it's not about the money. Mm. It's about the prosperity is where are, the prosperity occurs after the money is spent. So where are we going to invest or contribute or put put that money in, you know, and on material things, which we're, you know, entitled to, and we shouldn't feel guilty about one wanting things because desire is is the fuel. It's it's um, us as human beings wanting to express ourselves. So um, there there are some people that might think, well, you know, I I just want enough for what I need, and I'm a, a big advocate about well, actually, money is a magnifier of who you are. So if you are a good person. You know, you can do a whole lot of good when you're comfortable yourself um, and express yourself with with money to help others and contribute as well and employ people and build a team and et cetera, et cetera. So, yes. Anyway, but back to base camp, though. Um, yeah. So you have the big, big picture in mind. Um, and then on a on a daily basis, you're going to go, well, what's what's going to get me to Say, say it's the million pounds what's going to get me to base camp one um what can i do right i need one client what can i do to get that one client and then you start working working on just one or two things in a day that could help you with that um i think you made a really good point about the pandemic and now everybody's talking about mental health and uh, the state the the world is in at the minute and I think you and I, we all know that the awareness in people is becoming so much sharper that they all feel that they're having a breakdown. But instead of looking at it as a breakdown, having that breakthrough to that imagination. And I think that's quite important now that we see that because you put brought up so much about um, like conditioning and experience and being stuck. And that's where most people feel at the minute because they've lost jobs, they've lost all sorts. And it's kind of finding a creative imaginative way of bringing that out so that everybody can listen in and understand what we're saying in simple terms it doesn't have to be like you know massive because a lot of people um you know even like um when I did my coaching and people said oh I bet you'll move to America now and I thought what you know because you know People here don't use it. Come on, everybody needs somebody, you know, but that's how people like to think. They're very stuck in their ways, aren't they? And they don't, but they are believing bullshit about themselves. And they're also not understanding it's the conditioned part of them and their experience that is holding them back and keeps them stuck. So have you got anything to actually give to listeners? Because I believe being stuck is something that, 
do people understand that they're even stuck? I always well, explain you're going round and round on a hamster wheel and you keep coming back to the same situation, the same. That's, that's the first step is awareness, is recognizing, recognizing where you're at. Mm. Um, you know, it, it is my wish and purpose to help people wake up and say, look, look at the situation. And most people, you know, we start from a place to be grateful for whatever we do have. That's, that's the first step. Um, always be grateful for everything that we have. Um, food on the table, um, roof over your head, warmth, um, and the people enjoy uh, the people that bring joy in your life every day. Um, but um, yeah, I think most people don't realise that they are on, on a hamster wheel. Um, you know, there's this there's this societal culture to believe that we need to be uh, we need to go to school and university, get good grades, get a good job, get a house, a mortgage, pay off that mortgage, and have Sounds a pension. Good shit when you put it like that, you know, <laughs> yeah, but but that's that's that is it's a it's a kind of like a societal given, right? Yeah. Um, unless you can think out of the box, but that's what most of the people most people are sort of funneled into that belief and. This is the way. This is the way life is. Yeah, but also when they um, get a job as well, it's learning a system, learning a process to then repeat it. There's no imagination in that either. No, and then you're coming home when 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 we were had an office to go to and come home. But you you know and you um, go into this routine of well, let's start with your day. You wake up in the morning, and when we had to go to the office, we commuted. Um, got on the tube or whatever and uh, went to the office had your lunchtime at Pret or where, whatever <laughs> go to the gym if you could at lunchtime and, and then come, come back home um, uh, six o'clock I don't know what time EastEnders is on <laughs> you know, put on a put on a bit of Netflix put the dinner on um, you know if you got kids you got to sort them out and, and th there's a routine that we go to that is I don't mean to trivialize it, but I do feel like we are hypnotized in a certain way to um, look at the month. There's a, there's a quote by Robert Heinemann, and I never seem to remember it completely off by a heart, but he talks about how we get enslaved by our daily activities that we are, we, the trivia, it becomes trivia becomes a part of our daily lives I'll have to find that exact quote it's um explained a lot better than how I just said it but there's this thing about getting involved in the trivia of your daily lives and it's all surface level thinking and I'm all about thinking into results so we have mental activity when we think well right what do I have to do next I have to send a few emails out right okay got to get to this meeting okay right what's next um, okay, got to catch the train here. And that's, that is not thinking, that is mental activity. When, and I'm going to go bring it right back to, down to imagination because we have sort of deadened that skill that we have, that faculty, that power that we have to imagine and create what the hell we want for our lives. What do we truly want? I'm going to ask you a question. And I am I, always, I, I always get this answer from people it, or 
quite commonly when I say, if I could wave a magic wand and you had unlimited resources, you literally had um, the genie in the lamp to grant you your wishes and not just three wishes, as many as you want. And you could have anything that you want. What, what would that be? And that just kind of like spins people around because they're like, what? And they still give me an answer with a limitation. Like, well, I'd just like to have a sufficient income to, you know, pay for my home. And it's sort of like, hang on a minute. Did you get, grasp the meaning of my question? Because this is our truth and our power. Um, we are spiritual beings living in a human body and we can create what we want. This is where iPad has come from. This is where aircraft has come from, from the Wright brothers. You know, things that have been, created in this world that never existed before in the history of mankind. I mean, we take flying for granted, don't we? Because it's, it's been there through, in my entire lifetime, but there was a time point in time in, in, in history where aircraft did not exist. And somebody, the Wright brothers, invented that idea. They were ridiculed. They were ridiculed. And I think this is what, what we have with our imagination when we play with ideas in our head of what we could have. We, maybe we ridicule ourselves about, well, don't be silly. How could you possibly ever have that? Um, you never, you've never done that before in your life. And we talk ourselves about out of creating a life we truly want to live, the, the life of our dreams. And we settle, we compromise. So I really encourage people to actually give that question a thought about if you, you know, I wave that magic wand and you could have anything that you want. Make a list of a hundred things that you want, you know, no matter how trivial, as long as you want it, as long as you want it, that's the only prerequisite. Mm. And then, and then from that list, you can create a goal. Um, and a goal is something that draws something out of us. A goal isn't something that you've achieved before in the past. A goal is, should be something that you've never achieved before. It's gonna cause you to stretch because the whole point of our existence is to grow. That's what gives us life and vigor and joy. We were talking about this um, the other day and then you were asking me and um... So then I started writing after we spoke, right? So, because this is what I feel like I want. So then you can tell me whether it's a goal, it's uh, okay, it's, it's whatever. So I want to create what well, I am right now anyway, a school of change. So it's going to be a platform that, um, that I want people to spend a lot of time on where they can get um, help, uh, they can read, there's programs, there's events there, there's a shop, there's the podcast going to be there. They can get help like on a one-to-one -one basis. So that's what I want to create. But um, ultimately, I want to become someone who um, helps businesses and is a thought leader. Because um, I love doing like um, readings and helping people through their problems um, within the business. I'd like to be a speaker and a, and a leader as well um i want to influence people through my wisdom i want i want my words to when when i speak to go all oh, right okay and then and, and bring out more within them um i want to help millions bring uh, and really bring about be the, the the change that the world needs to bring more light into the world 
Um, I want to inspire people through my wisdom and and want them to want to change. Um, I want to, to be uh, influential um, by millions, not just like one, millions. <laughs> yeah. Um, and truly become abundant, um, have all my needs met and everything I want to create. Um, great. And I am a powerful creator. That's what I've written. Okay, that's great. I already believe There's a lot of feeling that in anyway. that. I already believe in a lot of that. Like I know that that is what I'm going to create. So just That's great. So all of these things is a byproduct of the school of change, right? You're helping millions, inspiring them, influencing them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you have a name for the school of change? Yeah, school of change. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. no, but then, and the program is called Sister of Life. Right. So then I would get specific then with, well, how you said it was a platform. Mm. So is it, is it online? yeah yeah um i would get specific with how are you servicing these people exactly i would get really specific what this looks like because if you want so gold is something that you've never done before a, a real a real goal and it's something that's going to cause you to grow and stretch right so this is yeah it, it qualifies okay i would also put how much revenue this would make because you're talking about abundance um I, like i said our minds our so minds like one? specifics hey so what was the first one um so really get specific with how i'm going to service is that what you said yeah the, what, what are the what are the different services that the school of change offers what does that look like for people you know is it is it coaching is it is it group zoom online coaching yeah um is it a a, a program so what does that all look like yeah I, do, um, I know what all that looks like okay fantastic fantastic so this is this whole your mind has to be able if you you need to explain it in a way that a stranger will be able to picture it in that in that detail it's like um lord of the rings jr tolkien um you know he spent like 10 pages describing the picture of a room <laughs> when i when i was 14 i was read, read that book and i was like bloody hell <laughs> how much more can when can i get to the fight <laughs> right but that's the amount of detail you, you need to to get into and i would i mean you talk about abundance but you need to be specific what does abundance look like to you and when you say needs met right it sounds like you just want to pay off your mortgage. It's not very inspirational, yeah, but. Because you don't want to use negative language as if you don't have it already uh, as well. That's what I was conscious of, I guess, when I said the needs met. So um, I want to have enough to do whatever I want. So if I want to do fly to the Maldives, I'll just go fly to the Maldives. If I want okay, so then you need to, you need to list out, literally itemize. When you say needs met, right? It means how many holidays do you want to take? Okay. Where do you want to go? List it all out in all its technicolor glory. Because if you're saying your needs met, I, d I don't know, that that's different for everyone. Yeah. So it needs to be in so much detail that I understand. And I almost feel like there's a limitation when you say needs met. Like wh when I talk about my goals, I talk about a very specific monthly income. Um, in my business, I, I help people uh when we say take your annual income and turn it into a monthly income and that is a very regular occurrence 
in the community that I hang out in. Um, so I want to get your head around that one. Yeah, but does that not create a limit? It's almost like I want to earn. It's not, well, you can't say infinity because your mind can't grab that. Yeah. But there's a lot of abundance in a hundred thousand pounds a month that you could do with, right? There's a lot of room for, for maneuver in that sort of figure. So you do need something to aim for. Otherwise, how do you know you've reached that goal? Yeah, I was trying, but see, I, I before um, I went down this journey, if I set myself a number, then I'd work backwards. Well, if I had to like, say, like just starting with 10,000, I would have to do X amount and blah, blah, blah. And, and then it, it almost didn't result in anything because of, I was fixated on that and I didn't celebrate my wins. So you don't, you don't, uh, can I just cut across, uh, sorry that Denise, uh, it, people always wonder about how, how, how do I do this, right? So you've got this crazy far out goal, right? You want to impact millions of people. It's called the school of change. Um, you have to be an example of that change yourself, right? If you're leading people through that. So you need to go into a lot of description about who the CEO and owner of this company is that is doing this, what, what kind of bright lights you are. Um, so there's a whole lesson in itself on self-image, right? So when I talk about goals, I, I literally write down every single materialistic thing that I do want to have in my life. You know, some people, for some people it's Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Um, you know, just just go all out because you you know you're you're creating it. When I say Ferrari or Lamborghini, somebody can imagine that. But when you say needs met, I, I, it's fuzzy. It's yeah, fuzzy. Do, do, you see, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I love what Susan's saying there because it's so right. Because my whole understanding of manifestation is that um, you've got to believe that you have it already. So you can only climb this so far. So I can see what you're saying. You're not limiting yourself with the money. You're just building your mind to expand that you're going to get that money. And the only way I can say it is, as you know, Denise, I mean, my past was horrendous. I can't remember my childhood. Um, and I left home at 17. But I didn't realise that uh, with all this homelessness, with all these backstories I had about my childhood and when my subconscious was born, was real shit stuff my condition and my experience. So I have to live with that and learn to go above it. It's only since I've been working with Denise to have reached so far as I am because you've helped me let go of so much that I was resisting and holding on to. But I like the way that you're saying, Susan, that you have to, you really have to expand on what you want. My dream is I've, I've done holidays, I've done whatever, but I've always wanted a charity and I've always seen that vision of a charity. And it gets clearer and clearer of what deck and what I'm gonna do and magazines and what kind of people are coming. But I kind of, I don't actually share or say much of that, but it's like you say, that imagination, that dream that you've got cultivating in your own mind. Um, but I find this absolutely fascinating. I think you, you've touched on so much stuff like, what do people actually want? They don't know what they want, do they? They always go for what is going on externally for them. They all want the bloody jab at the minute, don't they? That's all they want. No, they want to jab because they think it's going to save them. But if you're healthy, why the hell are you taking it? But that's my perspective, not anybody else's. But this is where we're working at the minute. This is where we're living. 
we're living in an external world where people don't feel safe um, everybody else is controlling what they believe is their life but it's more deeper stuff and I think like you've pinpointed on so much Susan that even somebody could be listening to this feeling broke feeling devastated but knowing that you can make such a difference you can and I like the whole thing Susan that you know you talk about Bob uh, Proctor and stuff like that. I've, I've met three people this week that have been working with him or, or done stuff with him. So I think it's a real great uh, mindset. Look at your mindset. This is clear what you're saying. Look at your mindset and, and, and sit with that imagination that you've got. And you don't need to do a lot for it, but build on it. Even if nobody's ever looked into their imagination before, sit here, listen to this, see what comes up and don't be afraid to write and start exploring that part of you. So I'm just going to um, tag on to what you just said there, right? Because like it is important to think in the now and the present that you have. So you, what I would do is make a list of all your wants, okay? No matter how, you know, and, and don't, don't get, fear of judgment into it you know it's what you want what you desire that is uniquely new you know you're expressing it everyone is individual so everyone has a different list of wants um and they can be a, a mixture of altruism and um materialism and i have no problem with materialism at all because without that how are we going to contribute to charities so anyway so what I'm saying is that we only have now, right? When tomorrow comes, tomorrow becomes now, right? Forget about the past that's been and done. And only in the now can we change our tomorrow. So you have to start thinking. Our subconscious mind only thinks in the present tense. So Denise, you're saying you want a school of change. I would say I'm so happy and grateful now that the school of change uh, is operating in, you know, umpteen countries around the world with impacting this many people in the world and doing this kind of work in the world generating uh xyz revenue you know i, I would i would be specific like that mm -hmm. um and you'll be happy and grateful in the now in the now in the present so that's really important present tense um and then there was something about imagination okay so i understand that there are a lot of problems in the world should we choose to focus on that and sometimes it is quite glaringly obvious because the credit card bill will come through um well it doesn't come through the little box anymore we just send you an email <laughs> or you have to check your app or something right so you know those that that is a, a form of reality um but it's going to be a self-fulfilling reality if you keep focusing on, oh my God, I have to pay that. Oh my God, this, this, and this, because it'll come again the next month. Nothing changes until you start changing your thinking and what you are thinking in the now, until you start creating the life that you want now. And that's what I help people do. Hmm. Brilliant, nice. Brilliant. I'm just trying. There's so much power in that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think what's difficult to do is to be specific. I know it's not, but like just you just saying that, it's like, actually, you know what? I would like to operate in so many countries and service thousands of people a day as well as have thousands of sisters come through it. I hadn't even crossed my mind. It's just, I want lots of people. <laughs> but yeah, but what does that, what does that even mean? What does that mean? Uh, five people is lots of people. A hundred people is lots of people. Yeah. What, what is it, Denise? Because the universe will give you what you ask for, Yeah. right? Um, 
so so what what is that i can help you develop that but ultimately you know when i ask people to draw up a list of wants they actually struggle to get past 50. Mm. <laughs> and this is where we have to use our imagination right um you know i mean like uh i was uh, playing around with this together just the other day uh, like flying first class right so i used to think oh, you know, you're only, in, if I'm flying from London to Thailand, that's like a um, 12 hour flight. And why would I spend that much money on <laughs> first class to Thailand when I can get a perfectly good economy, 500 pound seat and be uncomfortable for 12 hours because it's just 12 hours and I feel not so great on the other side, get over my jet lag. And, and I used to think that that was okay, but this is all about now moving into lack and abundant mindset because you know you, you can only have one or the other you can't be abundant and think lack at the same time and vice versa so i've i've you know who in the right mind if you know you had the resources to do that right if it's just based on desire would choose to fly economy versus first class right we would always choose first class so if that's what we desire, why don't we focus on that possibility? We don't even, most people don't even know how much that is. They don't even look, look that up to even consider that as a possibility. Um, and then how do you, I mean, it's not the be all and all and end all for everyone. I realize that I'm just using that as an example um, because you know, what, what does even a first class cabin look like? Because they do differ from airline to airline and the experience in the airport lounges. And I think that every one of us deserves a quality of life that, that we desire. Why, why should we be uncomfortable? We don't have to be because we have creative minds that can bring what we want into our lives. And so, so how would you bring more of the good stuff in? And um, it all comes down to service, right? Um, what can I do that is helpful for somebody else? And then there will be an exchange value, a monetary exchange value for that. But as long as the value that you give, the service that you give is greater than the value of the money that they're going to give you, you're only going to do well. Mm. So at the end of the day, I'm just, my message here is, is give greater service to invite more good into your life. Because there's a law of uh, risk, risk, I'll never say this wrong, law of reciprocity. <laughs> reciprocity. Re the law of giving and receiving <laughs> that one i'm glad i'm not the only one that gets pronunciations wrong so <laughs> oh no that's brilliant well thank you so much susan this that was really great i really enjoyed it and uh, i feel like i've got stuff to take away from uh with this and so hopefully our re uh, readers <laughs> The words, the words are not coming out today. Nope. <laughs> but the meaning and intent is. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole point. yeah. So I'm going to go and sit down and uh, write a wish list um, as if I am like doing up my, uh, we're doing our loft conversion and I've been doing a wish list for that. So I'm going to do a wish list for what I want out of my life. And uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming on and uh, sharing. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm so grateful uh, to chat to both of you. And I hope that I've been able to offer some uh, glimpses of inspiration um, for your listeners, um, that there is 
hope and um, uh, and inspire people to create more of what what they truly want, their hearts' desires truly want. Yeah. Really think into their results. Yeah. No, definitely. Thank you.